If you wanna watch or you wanna listen, it don't matter to me. I tripping. It's your girl, Ashani. Oh, I can't wait to I can't wait to edit because the mic was in my hand the whole time. You probably couldn't hear a word I was just saying. So we about to run this back. Yeah, we about to run this back. Okay. Let me see if I should put this up a little higher. Should I put it up a little higher? No, nah, it seemed like it's good. It seemed like it's catching my vocals. <sighs> What's good, y'all? If you want to watch or you want to listen, it don't matter to me. I ain't tripping. What's up? What's good? What's going on? Yo, it's your girl, Ashani. You already know we back at it like a crack at it with another episode of Ashani's podcast. It's your girl. And we about to just get into it. <laughs> Because I got probably like an hour or so before the gang pull up. We got a double whammy going on today. I'm filming for my own podcast and I'm filming for my other podcast. So I need to get this episode done before they get here. So with that being said, let's get into it. What are we talking about today? If you're watching me, I'm scrolling on my phone looking for my notes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. See, this is why I be having notes, because I be forgetting about certain things. So I wanted to touch on, <clears throat> excuse me, I do not know if I'm pronouncing her name right, and I apologize if I am not, but I wanted to touch on Shanquilla Robertson real quick. We tend to forget about people when it's not our family. Like, of course, her family is still going through it. Her family is really still feeling that hurt and that pain, because that is their daughter, their niece, their child, whatever. So, of course, they're still feeling it. And the, the rest of the world, we done moved on with our lives. We done forgot about the situation. But we really need to start having each other's backs more. <sighs> like, I don't, I mean, hmm, how can I put this? We have, to have, we have to start having each other's backs more in the aspect of, all right, maybe we can't physically be there and we can't physically do anything, but a simple repost, keep reposting, keep hashtagging, keep calling down to the, to the police department like, yo, what's going on with this case? Is this case good? Is this case still moving? You know, something. Because that little thing that we do, it may be small, but if all of us are doing it, it's going to have a big impact. There's ways to make change in a positive way. We don't got to go tearing stuff up. We don't got to go riot. We don't got to do all that extra stuff. Because when we act like that, they expect us to act like that. And we just giving them more of an excuse to shoot us down, kill us, beat us. So why even put ourselves in that position? Like sometimes, I'm not going to lie, sometimes I do get the urge to be like, man, fuck it, tear this joint up. You feel me? Because like, you ever heard your parents say, it seemed like I can't talk to you nice because you don't understand it. And so I started disrespecting, getting rude and getting mean and get that belt out. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, have your parents ever said that? Like, you don't understand niceness. <laughs> but I feel like that's how it is in the real world sometimes. The real world don't understand niceness. So when we really reach our breaking point, we start snapping and spazzing. We angry black people. No, we've been crying out for help. We've been coming to y'all peacefully. That's the same thing with a Karen in the store. You sitting here being respectful to her, but as soon as you get out of character, oh my gosh, I feel attacked. I am so scared for my life right now. Somebody please call the cops. Gerba, please sit down somewhere because I was mad respectful to you the first three times. Now this fourth time I turned up on you, now all of a sudden you scared for your life. 
Bye, bye. And it sucks that we have to carry ourselves a certain way just to be heard or just to like be not be seen as um mad, angry, um, dangerous people. It's so sad, but like we have to hold our emotions together more than the average race, if that makes sense. Cause even if a Chinese person get riled up, ain't nobody gonna be like, I'm scared for my life. If a Spanish person get riled up, ain't nobody gonna be like, I'm scared for my life. So it's like black people have to hold on to their emotions and kind of like consume it more than any other race. And it sucks, but that's just the reality. We gotta be more cautious, we gotta be more careful. But back to Shanquilla, I was reading something the other day. I'm about to pull it up. And basically her family said the same thing. <sighs> Hold on. Which is like, everybody forgot about the case. It's just them fighting. It seems like nobody's here. It was a news story for like three days and now it's over. And it's not over for them, but it's over for us. And I felt that. I read it on Yahoo. And I felt that. And I was just like, wow, like, that's deep. That's really, really deep. They can say, hey, we're offering a $50,000 reward for anybody who has information. And that kind of goes into what I'm about to speak about throughout this episode, which is money revolves around everything. If it's not money driven, people are most likely not going to do it. And that is ass. That sucks, bro. Like, that really, really sucks. And I feel like I'm ashamed. Like, I'm really ashamed that people have to see a bag in front of them to even be motivated to do a damn thing. Like, that is horrible. I know we all here, we all out here trying to chase a bag, trying to chase a bag, but do you want just a bag or do you want several bags that can last you a lifetime? If we all work together and come together, we can have them several bags that's going to last us a lifetime instead of chasing a bag, chasing a bag, and then we finally, we chase a bag for January 1st to January 15th, we finally get the bag. Then we got to chase another bag. Then we got to chase another bag. Like, the cycle don't stop. The cycle is not stopping. I'd rather stack my bags than keep chasing after one bag, if that makes sense. Don't let that go over your head. Like, real, like, real talk. Don't let that go over your head. But like she said, they be out here offering rewards for the smallest, dumbest things. Why not offer a reward for something that can actually help you in this case? You see the struggle, you see the hurt, you see the pain. And this is not no, cause you know how police officers like to say that we put ourselves in certain position. Mm, my bad. You know how officers, my bad, I had to check my mic. <laughs> Anyways, I'll be hyped. I'm gonna be hyped for this little mic. I'm gonna be hyped for the next few episodes. So y'all better, okay, just get with it. <laughs> but anyways, so, Y'all offer money, I mean, mm -mm, going back to what I was just saying. So y'all see how the police, they like to say, we put ourselves in certain positions. She went out with a group of friends. Your, your daughter could be put in that same position. She going out with a group of friends, and how is she supposed to know that them friends is going to betray her in that way? That they're going to backstab her in that way? Like, and people like, oh, you got to know who you're going out with. You got to know who you're traveling with. Okay. So me, I meet new people all the time because y'all see I travel a lot. I go, I'm following my dreams. So I'm going to go where I need to go and do what I need to do and meet who I need to meet to put me in a position that I need to be in, right? Cool. I've been going to Philly a lot recently. I've recently joined a team. 
I've known them for when we meet January, if y'all listening, let me know, because I don't remember for real. But like, yeah, I think the first time we met was in January and we've become close, you know, well, in my eyes, I think we are close. I don't know how they look at, you know, things, but I would think that we're pretty close. We're pretty cool. We're pretty good. We look at each other like a family. Cool. So if I go out of town, if I go out of the country with them on a team trip, and something, God forbid, I I do not put this, I don't, okay, let me word this how I need to word it. I do not expect anything like that to happen to me while being with them. She could have had this same mindset that I've had. I do not, I have not known them for a long time. She probably did not know everybody for a long time either. But like, y'all cannot just put that on somebody like, oh, she should know who she's going with, da, da, da. Like, granted, I know all of them. But do I know all their history? No. Do I do I know if one of them used to pimp holes back in the day and be selling them on a the corner? No. Like I don't know. I don't know their history. I don't know them from a can of paint. If you want me to be real, of course we're still getting to know each other. We're still bonding and stuff like that. But if we was to plan a trip out the country for July, I'm going. You feel me? I don't feel like I can't trust them enough to not go out the country. And what if she felt the same way? Y'all can't put that on somebody. Y'all don't know the story. I don't know the background. So for anybody to feel like she put herself in that position or she could have been more aware or more cautious, could she have been? You don't know how aware or how cautious she was trying to be in the first place. So I just, I just, mm -mm. I can't get with the fact that people feel like she may have put herself in that position or even the police thinking that. So with the police, I feel like they... We all already know that they lack their job when it comes to us, people of color. They don't do what they're supposed to do. And I'm actually happy that the Robinson family is putting their foot down and telling them, y'all need to do y'all job. Y'all need to find out what happened to my daughter because I need answers now. Like, you can't tell me if any of y'all lost somebody super duper close to you. Out of nowhere. They was just going on a trip with friends. They sent you the information, all of that, and now they have not come back. But everybody else has. You cannot tell me that you're not going to want answers, that's, that that's not going to keep you up at night, that that's not going to make you lose sleep. You cannot tell me that, like, at all. And it's kind of making me emotional because it's just like, for people to have to go through things like this is so sad. For y'all to even have done that to that girl is so sad. And it's like... And stories like this actually make you have trust issues as an individual. Like, do I really want to make new friends? Now I got to be on my P's and Q's because I don't really know y'all. What if I was really gullible and I listened to people a lot and I followed the news a lot and I was like, oh my gosh, now I'm scared to do that. Because you know how people found out about COVID, they automatically lock themselves in a the house because they are germaphobes or something like that. You know, people who are scared of germs and overly obsessive with things like that. So what if I was one of those people? I heard about this story and now I'm looking at everybody like, I don't know if I can trust you. I don't know if I can trust you. I don't know if I want to go on vacation with you. I don't know if I want to hang out with you. Like now I need everybody background checks. No, like that's not fair. That's really not fair that y'all are putting that on other people because there are people who are gullible and who will listen to stories and hear things and be like, now I don't never want to hang out with anybody ever again.
So you just you just took that away from somebody. And I know like, man, this is just, this is really a, this was supposed to be a hit and go, but I really got to talk. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's something coming over me and I really got to talk about this. But it's just, it's really sad that you can even have a mind like that. Like, oh, let's do this to this girl. We in a whole other country. Are you serious? Like, and then y'all feel like, oh, people be overreacting or people be dramatic. No, if I feel like something is not right in my spirit, I'm going to speak on it. And we're going to clear that issue up because I need to avoid situations like this. If I feel like you low-key being envious of me and we're supposed to go on vacation in June and it's March, we need to have a conversation. Because I'm not going anywhere with you if I feel like there's some ill intent, some secret animosity going on. I'm not going nowhere with you. Like, I'm not doing it. So with that being said, like, people, once again, we got to stop putting that label on people. Oh, you're just being dramatic. Oh, you're in your feelings. Oh, she cries all the time. No, what I'm doing is trying to have a healthy commutative conversation with you so that we can resolve any ill intent, any underlying issues that I don't know about that you may have. We could clear all that up and we can move forward. Because another thing is we could read too much into situations. So let's say Shorty did have a problem with me. I'm thinking everything's sweet, but I also feel a little bit of ill intent going on between us. So I pull it to the side, have a conversation, and she claimed, oh, I don't like how, I don't like how you was sitting over there in the corner the whole time and we supposed to be here. Let's say it was Tiff. Tiff, she runs the whole team. So let's say me and Tiff having a conversation. She like, yeah, you were sitting down the whole time in the corner and I don't really, I don't really like that because we supposed to be here bonding as a team. We supposed to be all working together and you just over there minding your business. But she don't know that I'm over there cramping and every chance that I feel a little better and I'm taking my medicine, but every chance that I feel a little better, I pop up, I interact or whatever. But if the cramps start coming back, I go back and sit down. This is just an example. <laughs> this is just an example. But let's just say that that's her reading, reading into something that had absolutely nothing to do with me not wanting to participate or not wanting to be a part of the team. I'm literally over here dying. <laughs> but a simple conversation has cleared that all up. And of course, that's like a more immature type of situation, but like, I'm just trying to use that as an example. Of course, the situation could be bigger than that, but I can't really think of anything right now. So we're going to use that. But y'all get what I'm trying to say. So basically, like, I don't feel like people are dramatic or like doing too much. I feel like if you ever feel something going on or you have an issue with someone in your group, you need to speak on it. Whether y'all speak on it one-on-one, whether y'all bring one extra person in, whether y'all, whatever y'all got to do, y'all need to resolve that and figure that out because I don't think it's fair that I have to walk around feeling a little awkward or feeling a little weird and then have to keep hanging out with you, keep going out with you because maybe we have the same friends or maybe we are part of the same team. No, any problems need to be resolved and talked about. I can honestly say, if we are hanging out, you are grown and grown enough to be able to communicate. That's it. That's all. And if you don't know how to communicate, let me know so I can help you. Because we're not about to sit here and be secretly disliking each other. No, that's not it. Because I don't need that. I don't need any type of negativity around me or in my life. And if you genuinely say that you fuck with me, I need you to be genuine and I need you to be real about it.
don't sit here and fake fuck with me or don't sit here and have fuck with me. No. If you fuck with me, fuck with me. That's it. That's all. Like, no. We're not about to sit here and be like, oh, she fucked with me to my face, but when I leave, she's sitting here talking about me with three other people. No, sir. No, sir. Because at the end of the day, okay, it's about to go to a whole other, it's about to go left. We need to stay straight. Like, come on. So, yeah, I just, yeah. But enough about that. Going back to the $50,000 reward, I agree with her mother. She definitely, they definitely need to push the police department into doing that, pushing out a reward, because obviously that's the only way you could get answers out of people. And that is so sad, but hey, that's just how it is nowadays. There's a lot of things that should not happen or that is super sad, excuse me, that happens that shouldn't be going on. But like, we literally cannot... Mm, excuse me, we literally cannot control it. Police brutality, we can't control that. We can't get inside of a policeman's head and be like, let's not do this anymore. They hear us, they see us, they see social media, they see us when we outside having riots and strikes and stuff like that. They see what's going on. They don't care. So until we are in a position to change that, we gotta, we gotta do what we can from down here in a respectful manner though. I don't need nobody else dying or going to jail. So let's just think about that. But yeah. <sighs> this hit me when she said they sleep in their beds at night. She was talking about her daughter's friends. And that is 100% true. She's saying she hasn't heard from none of her friends or nothing like that. But they sleep peacefully in their beds. They not worried about nothing. That's not fair, bro. I completely feel for her mother. I completely feel for her pain. Like, you have these group of friends. My daughter went out with these group of friends, and they all came back safe and sound. They were scared for the first couple weeks because they thought they might go to jail or whatever. Okay, cool. But now they out here living a regular life, sleeping peacefully in their beds at night, not doing a damn thing about anything. Ugh. How is that right? Mm. Okay. Like, there is just no law in the world that says, like, okay, until somebody give me answers, you won't have to sit in here. Like, uh, of course, no, that sounds totally illegal. Um, I don't know. It just got to be some type of law because it's like y'all were seen with them last. Like, okay, let me give you an example so I don't sound too crazy. <laughs> so, you know how, let's say, if I'm married to my husband, right? And I go missing. The police is automatically going to suspect my husband because that's my husband. That's who I'm with on a daily. And then if that's the last person that I'm seen with, they're going to be like, well, you were last seen with her. So what happened? Now you're the primary suspect. You're the top suspect. They're not letting you loose. Like, you was the last person seen with her. So I'm confused. Like, is there not a law where you can be held on being the last person seen with these with that person? If that makes sense. If so, let me know. Comment below. Hit my DM. You already know. <laughs> that rhyme. But no, for real. Because I am curious about that. I just want to know, like, there's just no way that they can be held or prosecuted in any type of way. Like, they literally were the last people. You know what? Let me just let that go. Because I'm not sure. And, yeah. Anyways, y'all, moving on.
it's a predicament that has left a family distraught. Like, I really feel for them. Like, this is so sad. No one has been arrested, Robinson's mother said at a press conference last Friday. The people who knew what happened to my daughter are living their lives. They have returned to work, and my family is left to wait and wait to beg for answers. Like, even if you're not about to sit here and admit anything to the police, at least, at least have the decency to tell her mother. Because I'm not going to lie to you. Like, okay, this is going to sound dead, but hey, it is what it is. So if you are, if you know what really happened, you know the truth, right? But you don't want to go to jail. Fine, so be it. But like, at least tell her mother the truth. You can say all you want. What if her mother records me? What if her mother records me? Her mother don't know that you about to come tell her the truth. So what if she's not recording you? Like I don't, I don't really know what to say. You shouldn't have did what you did. Like I don't know what to say. But at the end of the day, like if you know the truth, the least you can do is give her mother closure and tell her what really happened. At that point, that even if she do go to the cops with no recording, at that point that he say she say. Oh, she came over to my house and told me this is what happened to my daughter. But you can kindly just decline that. Like, oh, no, I didn't. Even though that would be horrible also. But I'm just saying, just to give her a peace of mind, at the least, she don't have any answers. I'm like, I don't know. Like, if you, oh, I feel like that's the least you can do. The very least is give that mother some answers, bro. And maybe, like, you didn't do it, so you feel like even giving her answers is you snitching. I don't care. I don't care. Like, first of all, that snitching cold stuff is out the window. That was some 90s, 80s, 70s, early 2000s maybe stuff. You feel me? Like, all that stuff is out the window. It's rare that you're about to hear somebody say, oh, you snitching, I'm killing you, you're done. It's rare. Number two, half of y'all, most of y'all, Damn near all of y'all don't even look like y'all some street kids, y'all in the gang, y'all from the y'all from the hood, whatever, whatever. Come on now. So let's be real. With that being said, my nigga, get up and speak up. Like that's it, that's all. Because now I'm starting to get mad, <laughs> mixed in with a little sad, and that's when shit gonna get real. Because like real shit, like, oh, I don't wanna snitch, I don't wanna snitch. My nigga, you, been, you was born in the suburbs, grew up in a nice house, grew up with a nice family. You don't want to snitch. Fuck out of here. Like, like, real shit. Like, ooh. And I know I'm trying not to curse, but this right here is really getting under my skin. And you don't want to snitch. Get up and snitch. Who did it? Who did what? That family is going through it. They're getting, they're, what? They're, oh my goodness. I couldn't. Only imagine, of course, they probably not going to say this to the public, but I can only imagine. They probably not getting no sleep, probably waking up with, with nightmares, waking up in the middle of their sleep, really, in sweats, tears, crying, especially her mother. Like, and y'all just feel like, oh, it's, it's going to be all right. It's going to blow over. It's going to blow over for y'all and for us, maybe. And I'm going to say us because, yes, I am one of the people who kind of like, you know, when things are popping, they're popping. I'm going to repost, I'm going to support, but then it kind of dies down. And I am one of those people, I'm a part of that crowd. So, yes, us. Of course, it's going to blow over, over for y'all and us, but it ain't going to blow over for that family. They still going through it. They still, oh, my goodness, bro. Like, I don't know how much more I could really say. Like, I really don't. So, yeah, we about to just move on real quick.
<sighs> the family has elevated their demands for justice by calling on President Biden. Okay, okay. So we're about to talk about that real quick. Hold on. Okay, so this is what the family, the Robinson family had to say. We do have direct access to officials at the White House, and we've engaged one another on the matter, Crump said, adding that he believes the case deserves more haste because he feels a murder was committed. We are calling for a high-level diplomatic intervention from the president or the State Department to do what is necessary to bring justice to the family of Shanquella Robinson. And that right there is what you need to do. Because sometimes if the police ain't going to do it, go to the chief. If the chief ain't going to do it, go to whoever is up higher than him. If he ain't going to do it, I don't care if you got to finally reach the president of the United States. You got to do what you got to do. You just keep going up and up and up until you get the answers that you need. And I fully support y'all. I really am. I feel for y'all. I support y'all. I just... I can't believe that y'all have to go through this, that y'all have to go all the way up to the vice president, president to get some answers because you are completely right. This is now, this now feels like a murder. Things are being covered up because if it was just a truly just an accident, everybody would have answers. Everybody would be quick to tell the story. Stories will be aligning. Evidence will be aligning. Everything will be aligning. But since things are missing, pieces are missing, Things is not making sense. The math ain't mathing. It's kind of like, all right, this may be a murder. It's more to this story than people are giving. So now we about to get to the real seat. And I bet you everybody's consequences is going to be 10 times worse than if everybody came together and told the truth. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And honestly, how can you forgive anybody? Because even if you wasn't a part of this, but you knew the story. How can you forgive anybody for, I'm sorry, somebody's calling me and it's my sister. My sister is calling me. Hello. What are you filming? Yes, I am. Say hello. Hey, guys. All right. She's doing too much. What you say? Okay. Anyways. Yeah, because. One, two. Okay. So, y'all. I'm so sorry for the interruption. My sister called me, and we've been on the phone for, let me tell y'all right now, how long we've been on the phone? For about 20 minutes. So I don't know where I left off. <laughs> so, yeah. But I'm going to just say this, and we're going to move on because I'm not sure how long this episode is, but I'm going to talk about maybe one more thing. And then we can move on. I mean, and then we can end the episode. So, yeah. Anyways, like I was saying, um, it's sad that they got to go to the White House to get answers. But to each his own, if that's what you got to do and that's how far you got to take things to get answers, then I support it. And I am praying. Actually, let's pray real quick. Hey, Lord, thank you for everything that you've done and everything that you will do. I'm praying for Shanquilla Robinson's family right now for their guidance, for the support that they need, for the blessing that they need, for the answers that they need, Lord Jesus. I know that you're a listening God. You see all, you hear all, Lord Jesus. So please protect this family for, from extra unnecessary attention, from negative attention, from anything that can cause more harm than good. Lord Jesus, and please lead them in the direction that they need to go 
please let them get the justice that they need, that they've been looking for, Lord Jesus, and just let them find the answers, Lord. That's what we're praying for today is answers, Lord Jesus. And I just want you to bless their family, pick their spirits up. I know it's hard to come back from something this major, something this significant, losing a child, losing a sibling, a niece, just losing somebody so close to you, Lord Jesus. I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want anyone to go through that or experience that, Lord. And the fact that this family is going through it and going through it through a public eye and going through it with people that they thought they could trust their daughter with, Lord Jesus, and they obviously couldn't. So, Lord, I'm praying to you today for understanding and even forgiving these kids because at the end of the day, they all are young. They all probably will regret this within the next few years maybe even the next few months, if they end up going down for this, Lord Jesus. But, Lord, I just pray for forgiveness, and I pray that this family can eventually forgive everybody at fault for this crime, Lord Jesus. I thank you, I love you, and I appreciate you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So, yes, I just wanted to say that prayer real quick because it was weighing on me, and I wanted to let that out because, honestly, this is just... This is sad. It's sad. In cases like this, it's always sad. But this right here, like, it's just to hear the the sadness, the brokenheartedness in this lady's voice and this lady's words. It's just like, I feel for you. And I'm so sorry. Like, oh, Lord, you're just getting emotional. I'm so sorry that this is happening to you. I'm so sorry that you went through this. I'm so sorry that your daughter went through this. Like, y'all really do not understand how significant it is and how important it is to be cautious of who you allow in and to look at your circle. Even though it is never our fault that we are put in these types of positions, it's not. And I truly say that because, once again, you cannot always detect the secret animosity or the ill intent in somebody that you claim to trust or that you think that you can trust or that you think that you can let in. So when they betray you or do you dirty, and you don't have the privilege of it being in a little way like, oh, she messed with the same boy that I messed with. No, when it's something significant as in they killed you, that's just something like, wow, like you can't even, I can't even process that properly. Like that's just a whole level of betrayal that, oh, wow. And when I say privilege, like, I'd rather a friend betray me in a way of sleeping with the same boy that I did rather than killing me and thinking that I, or luring me and thinking that they're my friend and ending up betraying me in a way that is unimaginable. Words can't even explain. Like, you just, oh, oh, this is, this is crazy. <clears throat> but anyways. Their family was saying, you need someone to put an accelerant on the fire. Because at that point, if you have the president or a member of the cabinet or a high-ranking justice official say, hey, what's going on with this? Let's get it moving. I think you will see some movement. And I totally agree. And that's why I like the fact that they have reached to the White House. Because at this point, if you got the White House saying, yo, what's up with this case? Where the answer's at? Oh, you best believe these police officers going to be running running around, finding out what's going on, finding answers. And I want true, genuine answers. Not no answers that y'all want to scrape up, that y'all want to pin on somebody. No, because what justice is not, 
taking away somebody else's justice. They didn't even commit the crime, have nothing to do with the crime, or know about the crime, but yeah, you want to pin it on them because they might be the easiest person. They might be the person that's going cave. No. Find the real, genuine answers, then get with me. What the fuck is you talking about? Ooh, my bad. I'm so sorry. Ooh, sometimes I just, you know, ooh, I begin a little riled up. But yeah, it's been more than 130 days since Robinson was found dead. And according to her mother, with each passing day, the anguish only grows stronger, which is madness. Her, her madness just keeps getting stronger and stronger. She just keeps getting angrier and angrier. And who can blame her? She does not know what happened to her daughter. She just know that she saw her one day, was saying goodbye, have a fun vacation, be safe, whatever, whatever. And she never saw her again after that. Can you blame her? Yeah, okay. I don't wish that terrible nightmare on anyone. Robinson said last week, her mother, which is her mother, Miss Robinson. <clears throat> and that's the last of that article. But like, honestly, I feel for Miss Robinson so much. And if you ever come across this video, I support you. I feel for you. Anything that you may need that I can do, I would love to do. I am honestly appalled. I'm appalled. Like, anybody that could stoop to a level like that, can do something crazy like that, it just does not deserve freedom. I'm not going to say anybody deserves death, but they definitely do not deserve freedom. They definitely do not deserve to be walking around here living life. Because even though everybody is young, we all make dumb decisions. But taking somebody's life is just like OD. Like, that's just something that you shouldn't even think about. Like, I don't care how mad you are, how, how jealous you are of somebody for death to be your answer. Because just like you're young, she was young. She didn't get to live the rest of her life. I'm 23. I'm just getting started. If somebody kills me right now, you know how disappointed I would be up in them heaven gates with God? Like, even though, God, you know, everything is on your timing and you make things go how you want them to go, but Jesus, I couldn't even make it to the top first. <laughs> like, like, let's let, like, just to lighten the mood a little bit, I couldn't even make it to the top. Mind you, she had her own businesses. She was probably just now flourishing. She probably had so many big goals, big dreams, and y'all just snatched that away from her. Just snatched it away. I hope and I pray, like, honestly, that nobody looks at me as so much of a threat that they feel like they got to take my life. And I hope and I pray that for everybody around me and in my life and just just anybody in general. I don't ever want to see a case like this. Like, I don't. I really don't. So I feel like us as females, as black people, because, and I'm saying that because white people don't go through stuff like this. They get answers in a matter of a few days. So... When you go into a police station and you see a whole bunch of missing reports, who you mainly see? Oh, okay. Okay. Kids of color. So I feel like as females, we got to do better with being real, genuine friends. If you don't want to be that girlfriend, don't be her friend. I can't stress that enough. Don't be the girl's friend. Why are you pretending to be her friend? Why do you feel like she's such a threat that you got to kill her? Don't be her friend. Like, that's it. And honestly, I feel like this episode was fulfilling enough. And very, you know, I had some intense moments. But I tend to have that when I'm really feeling something. 
and something's really bothering me. But yeah, so we're just gonna make this episode dedicated to Shaquella. Once again, rest in peace to you, baby girl. Um, all I can keep doing is really, you know, shedding light on the situation, praying for the family. And I just really, really hope that y'all get through this and y'all find y'all peace and y'all find the answers that y'all need because this is a different type of hurt. This is a different type of pain. And I can't say I feel y'all, but uh, I feel for y'all 100%. And lastly, and we're going to end it just like this. I just said it, but I'm going to say it again. We need to do better as females, being more genuine friends, being less jealous and envious. If you want to be down with the team, be down with the team. If you see somebody like me really out here getting to it, doing her thing, just come join my team. I, I could use a team. Like, this is a one-woman production. I could use the help. I could use a team. I could use people to support and really look out. You feel me? So if you just want to be down with the gang, just say that. Why you got to be jealous or have secret animosity from all the way over there? No. And then want to fake be my friend just so you can reap benefits or just just so you can, just because you have ill intent behind the friendship. Why do all of that? Why can't we just work together and build together? You know, if I make it, I mean, <laughs> you know, when I make it and let's say I, I hire a camera person tomorrow or I hire a little assistant tomorrow. I can't pay you faithfully right now, but when I make it, do you understand that you want me getting a bag just as big as mine? Well, just as close to big as mine. You feel me? Like, do you understand that? Like, you're definitely going to be eating way more than what you're eating right now. Job or no job. You feel me? Working with me, of course, that's a job, but I'm saying, like, whether you have a regular nine-to-five job right now or not, that bag is going to be bigger than that bag that you get from that nine to five. I promise you that. You feel me? Because I'm going to be doing so much stuff. Like, and whoever I'm rocking with for one production, I want to be rocking with, with everything, if that makes sense. I don't need a team for modeling, a team for dancing, a team for Shawnee's podcast, a team for Shawnee's diary. No. If I need help with anything, like, let's say I do have a little assistant. I want her to assist me with everything. Or let's say I do have a little camera person. I want that camera person to assist me with everything. An editor. I want that editor to edit everything. So I want that person, my team, to be a team for everything that I have going on. So, yeah. When I eat, you going to eat. And that's it and that's all. And if people had that mindset more, this world would be a better place. Okay? It really, really would. But anyways, y'all. I'm going to touch more on that next episode because, um, hold on. I just got a message. All right. I'm going to touch more on that next episode, but, um, on the whole, you know, money, money thing, money with Ross. I forgot the last part I just said. Sorry, y'all. I'll be getting sidetracked and stuff. But anyways, yeah. Rest in peace to Shaquella Robinson. Once again, send love and prayer to your family and guidance and hope y'all find answers um and that's really it that's all i got for this episode you already know ashani's podcast every other sunday 11 a.m with your girl ashani of course and you already know what's going on okay tune in with your girl every other sunday 11 a.m don't miss a sunday and if you did go back and catch up do you hear me 
I think you heard me. With that being said, I'm Audi 5000. Love y'all. Thank y'all for supporting me. And I'm out. <laughs>